everyone. This is Shua Allegra. I'm the founder of Grace and Hope Consulting. Like I've been doing, if you follow me on social media, you know that I am, I, I am introducing, you know, the world to amazing women who are making history and women who are movers and shakers. And I'm just so on, honored to know them and to be able to support them in this way. So today I have with me Jennifer. So Jennifer, would you mind just introducing yourself so that people know who, who you are? Sure, um, my name is Jennifer Bruno. I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I am the mom of two daughters, um, 15, Carly, and my Cassie is 13, um, and she is visually impaired and has autism. Um, Cassie was born 15 weeks premature, weighed one pound, 14 ounces, um, and is visually impaired as a result of her prematurity. Um, and then the autism diagnosis came quite a bit later because of the vision impairment, a lot of the signs weren't, um, weren't picked up on. So um, that's kind of me that way. Um, I have a full-time job mm -hmm. um, with a um, nursing home company and I oversee all about 70 nursing facilities in Pennsylvania, wow. and Ohio. Um, and then I have a side business where I sell a little bit of makeup. And in my free time, I, we also have a Team Cassie charity that we started. Um, and I like to read in my free time, which doesn't happen very often. But <laughs> so that's a little bit about me. Yeah. Oh, awesome. And, you know, often, and you and I were talking about this earlier, people will hear, you know, a mom raising kids with, you know, special needs and health needs and all the other things that we do as mom, we sometimes we think, oh, that's where our world stops. You know, it's like, yes, it's overwhelming. Yes, it's challenges, but life keep going. I mean, look at you. Besides just being a mom, it's full-time job in itself. It feels like almost like third full-time job. But then here you're also, you know, managing 70 nursing homes. I mean, like, yes. that is a lot. And then, you know, and then starting a, a charity and pursuing all of that. And, you know, yes, finding some time, time to read in, the be in between can be hard, but I'm just honored to see that you are doing so much, you're doing so much things in this world. And people often miss that. I think that, you know, when we have kids with, um, who needs extra help, then we just, the world stops and we stop there. You know, we keep being moms and we do more. Right. 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 Awesome. So, why do you do all that you do? Whether it's a nursing home, whether it, you know, it's um, the team Cassie, the, the charity you started, nonprofit you started. Um, well, I think that one of the things that, you know, along this journey, Cassie's 13 now. And, you know, so for me, there wasn't like she was normal or she was undiagnosed and then she got a diagnosis. So she's always had challenges since the day she was born. I mean, mm -hmm. she came into this world not even weighing two pounds, not even able to breathe on her own. And so I knew from right then she was going to have some challenges. Um, but I never believed what the doctors told, told us that I, I knew that I, they wouldn't be as bad as the doctor said. Um, not to say that I wasn't devastated when we found out that she was never going to see. Um, but so I think that, you know, one, I'm very open and honest about the highs and lows of our yeah. autism journey. And I think that um, I wish that I would have had another mom or a group of moms to connect with when we first got the diagnosis, whether it was autism or whether it was the vision diagnosis mm -hmm. or anything, because um, autism in particular is a very isolating diagnosis for, I think more so for the 
the mom, I'm, it's for the whole family, but mm -hmm. I think as moms, we take on all the guilt, um, even though it's not our fault, right. um, but something that, you know, we, we, your kid falls down and skins her knee. That it's my fault that I wasn't there watching. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that as moms, that's what we do. And I, I want people to realize that they're not alone in this journey and that there is hope and that, you know, there are so many things that like if Cassie says a, a sentence that's appropriate, like to the context, mm -hmm. I get so excited. And, you know, it's things that people that don't understand autism and what it's like to live with a child on the spectrum. Um, they don't understand how exciting things like that are. And so, you know, I've learned to celebrate the smallest of accomplishments and, you know, set some big goals and just kind of hope that we get to, you know, I just, so I, I don't ever want anybody to think that they're alone in this and it's because it is, there are days that I do have a pity party for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, but usually I try to contain that to the shower and then get up and move on with my life. <laughs> yeah, we have to give ourselves, you know, the permission to grieve these losses and that, you know, feel the frustration, you know, dealing with different kind of systems, whether it's the educational system, it's the health system, all of that. It's not easy. Right. So I right. get that, you know, we have to have, a, we, we're human. So it, it is okay to have that moment where we have to express our emotions. But what I like with you and the over 11 ladies that, you know, are part of the book that uh, you wrote, you know, it's that we don't stop there and we take a story and you share and sharing the story to help others have the hope that we just you mentioned so that yes. people are not alone. So can you tell us if I've been giving out too many details, you know, about uh, this, your story in the book? Like, so the book is it's going to be all right. Yes. And I interviewed a few other women who are part of the book, book project and uh, I'll put the link for people to you know click and buy the ebook I the paperback is coming is it april 2nd i don't know if we have an exact date for the paper book yet um, april. but the ebook will be released on april 2nd but you april can purchase 2nd. it now mm -hmm. um so my story um kind of talks about a horrible experience that we um went through not too long ago at our mm -hmm. school district and um it was a you know, I don't, I don't want to tell a lot because I, I want people right. to read the book. Yeah. Um, a lot of, I did go live on Facebook right after this scenario happened and I told the world and um, because what I will say is that in my 13, 15 years of being a parent, I have never felt so humiliated mm -hmm. and isolated as I did um, that night. At, and I was super disheartened that something, um, something like this happened at our own school district. So, um, you know, I, I think that it's a good story to share because I never want anybody to feel like they have to accept what mm. their school district is telling them or what a doctor is telling them or a therapist. You know, I think that our job is to fight for our kids, for their voices to be heard. Mm. And, you know, our story ended up having a great ending that I hope to be able to share more um you know it's it's unfortunate that something so horrible had to happen but i i have to say that i'm glad that it happened to me because i think that there are a lot of people um had the same thing happened they may not have handled it the same way so um you know maybe they wouldn't have told anybody and maybe they wouldn't have 
have made it a big issue of it. But I think, um, so I'm, you know, I'm a big believer in everything happening for a reason. So I think that that was my opportunity to say, you know, our story needs to be heard. Um, this can't happen again. Yeah. Yeah. And you kind of used that painful story in the moment. It was painful. It was frustrating. It was heartbreaking, even for us watching the live and was, you know, um, but then you use that and turn it to something to help others to, you know, provide resources and information and to encourage other parents out there that now all of us, we can be our children's champion and we don't have to put up with, you know, what society thinks or says, you know, about our children or about ourselves even, and that we can really be, you know, better and uh, better advocates um, for those yes. we care about. So yep. thank you for doing that. Thank um, you. Yeah. So how can people follow you, um, connect with you. I will post the link to the book. Um, okay. And, and then, is there, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I have a, there's a team Cassie Facebook page. Yes. And so, um, we had primarily been using that for face or for fundraising efforts. Um, but I'm going to use it now more as my platform for talking about our life with autism and, um, just, you know, to celebrate Cassie's accomplishments, because mm -hmm. I think that, you know, there are, I'm sure that there are some people on my Facebook feed that don't really want to hear all my stories about Cassie. So I'm going to, be, I'm going to try to share all those just on the, the team Cassie Facebook page. Awesome. Yeah. And then um, afterwards you can send me the link to it and yes, I'll I make sure to add that to it. So okay. yeah, for everyone listening, you know, thank you. This is just one of the moms, one of the amazing women I have been, I had the pleasure to interview and uh, it's just been so encouraging, uplifting even for me to, keep doing what I'm doing and even want to do more because of your stories, you know? And so thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Just honestly, from the bottom thank of my you. heart, thanks for all thank that you do. And big hugs to Casey and her sister. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yeah.